Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. What these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. Just attack the basket. to Buckets. This is Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by BetMGM. I'm Maria Marino. So psyched to be back with Action Network writer Jim Turvey at Turvey Bets on the Action app as well as Twitter. Jim, finals are here. They begin Sunday at three o'clock Eastern. It's the matchup that we've been waiting for, that we've been hoping for. The two odds on favorites going into the season, the Aces and the Liberty. Uh, it's going to be an amazing matchup. How you feeling? I am so excited. I, I this is what we wanted all season. You know, it's it's great to have you know fun young up and coming teams, but let's get these two Goliaths out there. Let's have them battle out five games. We finally get five game series. Uh, the two city, the 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 two atmospheres are going to be amazing. I like you know before the season we talked about this. We kind of said you know we had people like, is there any value in betting other teams? I think you and I are both like. I think it's going to be Liberty and Aces, and now it is Liberty and Aces, and I am counting down the seconds. I cannot wait to get this thing started. As impressive as I think Connecticut was this year, this was the matchup that we wanted to see just because these two teams have been historically good. And, you know, the first half of the year, the Aces were completely dominant. And this is something that you sort of foresaw. Um, the, the Liberty needed a little bit more time to gel, uh, to, to form some chemistry, to figure out who's playing what role. Jonquil Jones needed to sort of come into her own. And then post-All-Star break, it's been a little bit of a different story. Uh, the Liberty have had the best win percentage in that time. Um, and we know that the Liberty edged out the Aces in their season series 3-2, to two, even though technically... You don't count the commissioner's <laughs> cup game toward the record. We all count it because we know it in fact happens. So, uh, yeah, so the so the Liberty sort of um, established themselves as, hey, we're right there along with the Aces. Now, what I think is interesting going into this as far as the road to the finals, 
I feel like the Aces have had an easier go. And I don't want to discount what they've done because they've been phenomenal. Asia Wilson in particular has had a beast of a playoffs. Um, but playing a Chicago Sky team in the first round, in my opinion, is um, probably not as challenging an opponent as a mostly healthy Washington Mystics squad that probably – uh, would have been a higher seed had they not been riddled with injuries throughout the year. Um, and then to have to play Connecticut and Dallas. Look, Dallas was a, a dangerous team throughout the year, but Connecticut was really, really feisty. So I have to say, I, I feel like there's a, a bit of an edge toward the Liberty just in terms of being battle tested. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think there's a pretty good case to be made that the Liberty beat the third and fourth best teams in the W because when when they did get draw the Mystics, you know, the Mystics were down at the seventh seed, but it was due to them not being healthy. Now they didn't have Shakira Austin back. So maybe the the Mystics without Shakira and the Wings are kind of comparable. And you you saw both teams, the Liberty uh and the Aces, played those teams, you know, they did have tough games. They like the Aces didn't get tested in the sense that they didn't have to play anyone as good as the Sun, but that third game between the Wings and even the first two were closer really than than you know than maybe anticipated. I think the wings covered the spread in, in all three. Um, so the, both teams are coming in, in pretty tested in terms of, you know, it's not like the aces cakewalked every game here. So I, I'll be curious. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot to be said for both sides of it, right? You can do, you can do kind of like who, who is totally fresh, who is totally like, you know, there's a lot to be said if you can rest your starters at the end of the game, but then there's a lot to be said for if you get tested, it's kind of like a, you know, it's kind of similar to the rest versus rust thing. And right, we have the the aces now who I think they're going to be playing their sixth game in 29 games. Uh, or, or sorry, sixth game in 29 days after they had that stretch earlier in the season where they had five games in nine days. Daniel Matai was pointing out this out the other day, like the, the dichotomy of those two. You know, Becky was was not too happy when they had their fifth game in nine days. But now it's, it's tough to only have six games in 29 days that, that you can come in a little rusty. I, I I personally am not going to be weighing the rest or the rest all that much. I think, you know, the Liberty ended up getting a full week off because they took care of business in game four. Um, do, you, do you see anything on that front, rest versus rest, that, that you would look towards? Yeah, I'm with you because, uh, as we know, going into a playoff series, it, it's a popular theme, you know, weighing out rest versus rust. But if the Liberty did not pull out game four in Connecticut and they had to play on, I believe it would have been Tuesday, would have been uh, game five of the semifinals. If that had happened, I would have been, I think, a little bit more concerned about them yeah. being rested. But because they were able to close out the series on Sunday, because they will have a full week of rest, I don't, I don't put too much stock in it. If anything, I would be slightly concerned about the rust factor for the Aces, who hadn't played since Friday, September 29th. And whether or not they might be a little on the rusty side, but look, you mentioned it before, like the two cities that have had, you know, the biggest, I would say attendance. Uh, I know the aces lead the league in that and uh, New York has had um, much bigger crowds this year, record crowds, uh, including the, uh, the games against Las Vegas, the two ownership groups that, have yeah. been serious about investing in their squads and uh, have really valued their teams. So I'm I'm super excited. You and I are both in the New York area, uh, so 
we're obviously happy that uh, our local <laughs> squad is in it. Are you planning on going? Yeah, I'm definitely going to be there. Got a, a little crew going to game three on Sunday. I think I'll probably fly solo on, on Wednesday. A little tougher to get people to, to go to an evening, <laughs> weekday evening. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's like one of those things. You, it's, it's easy to get caught up in the moment. You know, we have had great rivalries in the league before, even as recently as, you know, something like Minnesota and L.A. But this one does feel a little bit different. I think the league is in a different spot. I think there's like, you know, two absolute megastars on these teams and just deeper in total stars where it does feel like it can be one of those moments where we have an east west and like this could be multiple years in the making this could be year one of like a five-year run where we see these two in the finals like four of those five years and we really like each team gets two and and it's the kind of thing that propels a league forward and really gets you on the map when you have those you know consistent teams meeting in the finals over and over and there's history and there's bad blood and there's already history and bad blood between these two teams it's going to be so so fun and I really do think it's going to be one of those things you know that I yeah like you said we're both here in New York City it it does feel like there's a little bit more of a buzz than than even during the regular season when they were doing great now it's the finals you're hearing about it on local radio a little bit more it's just it's the the more I'm doing you, hits on local TV. Exactly. About it. Exactly. Yeah. It's just that that buzz that, that comes with, you know, a sport that's really arriving and having a moment. And and it, it certainly feels like that from from here. We're gonna get into everything, you know, how to bet the series, how to bet game one props, but I just wanna tack on to that a little bit more because you know you you talk about a moment WNBA just announced they are officially expanding there's going to be a team out in the bay associated with the Golden State Warriors which I think is an amazing fit there's also reports that there's going to be an additional team likely Portland so that's super exciting and you talked about the rivalries and how it can propel a league I mean that's what happened with the NBA like once you had magic and bird that's really when the NBA took off. And, you know, that was right around that 30 year mark, which, which the WNBA is approaching now in terms of its age. So, uh, and we haven't even mentioned the fact that there's already been a rivalry even before New York between Stewie and Mm -hmm. Asia Wilson. And once again, you know, two of the MVP candidates and, and a historic MVP race, you know, part of me was a little like, Wow, you know, when when Alyssa Thomas actually got more first place votes technically but did not end up winning the MVP because the the, the voting between first, second and third place was so scattered because I I'm pretty sure you and I did a pod, you know, midway through the summer where I was like I took uh, Alyssa Thomas at I think like plus 1200 or something to win it and she was she was so close but uh, you know, being a being a New York gal, I'm obviously happy for Stewie. Yeah, it's 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 so interesting because I think that there's going to be a narrative that comes out of this series either way that kind of, you know, say say the Aces win. I think you're going to hear a lot of people say this was, you know, Asia Wilson used this as motivation. She was she was not going to let Stewie show her that, you know, she was the the MVP. She she really thought she deserved it. And if, if New York wins, it's going to be, yeah, this was Stewie proving her ground for MVP. I, we'll, we'll get into what I think are important factors later. I don't think that. I like I think it's going to be amazing to watch but I actually don't think that that battle is going to be the key because to be honest I think Alyssa Thomas was the most valuable player this year and that's the reason she's home because she had to do so much for the Sun whereas with the Aces and the Liberty they have the depth behind them it's going to be more about the fourth and the fifth best player on each of these teams because the top three three of the eight 
to yeah. 10 best players in the league. Like the, the top They're of these They're going to cancel rosters, each other out a little bit. Exactly, exactly. And like the, Alyssa Thomas had such an amazing season. She was so valuable a son, but she ended up having to carry too heavy of a load. And that's why her yeah. team's not in the – it's no knock on her. I, I truly do think she had the best season – or at least yeah. the, the most valuable. She she was the, meant the right. most to that team. If if you took her off that team, they're going to fall apart. I mean, there's still good players there, but right. it would not look the same. So yeah, I, I think the proxy battle for MVP. You're going to hear a lot about it. Uh, I think it's a little bit a little bit uh, silly, but and I think you are already hearing about it, right? Yeah. Because Asia clearly was already upset <laughs> about losing the award, and she definitely took it out on her opponents. She had uh, the first. Uh, three-game stretch in the playoffs of 30-plus scoring um, those nights. And like I said, she just seemed like she was on a mission. Meanwhile, we saw Stewie struggle to shoot from the, the floor in the first three or so games of the playoffs. But that is not uh, an indicator, obviously, of of who had the best season. It's a regular season award mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And I also think um, that MVP is partly about what you do when things aren't working and when things aren't going your way and how do you you know find other ways to impact the game which we frankly yeah. saw from both Stewie and Alyssa Thomas because you know there were nights that uh against New York that Alyssa Thomas you know struggled to get her shot going but still was able to to make an impact so uh three it's, incredible it's- players it's pretty what amazing you that you can make a pretty good case that, and we'll get to the betting soon. It's just so exciting. We have so much WNBA talk that, that we have lost. Finals. We're gonna, I have we're so gonna many bets. Yeah, okay, exactly. Perfect. We got to lead into it a little bit, but I have, I have so many bets. Don't worry. Um, but yeah. it's pretty amazing that we are in a league right now where the, I think you can make a pretty good case that the three best players are also the three best defensive players. And that's just like, yes. those three players can't get enough credit in my opinion. Like they are so all amazing two way players. Yeah, it's amazing. It it really is a great time for the league. And, you know, hopefully if you're listening to this, I don't have to win you over. You're you're already there. But I think this yeah. final is going to be really fun. And we're going to hand out fun. some winners here. You're going to make some money too. So um, it's a win-win. Buckets is presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $1,500 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet loses for new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, without further ado, let's get into all the betting angles, and we're going to start with the series as a whole. So right now, championship odds at BetMGM, aces are at minus 210, Liberty plus 170, and I find this so funny. That it's longer odds than in preseason because I'm pretty sure when we did our season preview pod, Liberty were at like plus 130. Yeah. Um, I ended up grabbing them at plus 150 before the season, <laughs> but now there's literally only two teams left and they're at <laughs> plus 170. 
Uh, do you think they are priced right? I, I think this is priced pretty poorly, actually. I, and I'm really surprised that, that you can get this long a number on the Liberty. Um, I think it's likely based on the fact that, you know, we, we started with the Aces as a favorite and they have done nothing to dispel that notion. But but I think what, what you need to look at is what the Liberty have done to catch up to them. And in my opinion, make this much closer to a coin toss than something like plus 170. Um, now, the, the Aces do have home court, which is, is huge. Them at, at home is very formidable. But the Aces, you can't remember, you can't forget, the Ace, the Liberty went to Vegas and won the Commissioner's Cup. That Between the two of them, you know, in theory, it was not a regular season game. So it, I've heard people say it mattered less to me. It's like, how how could you no, say a game that more. They, was the final? The line. Exactly. So on the line. that was the most important game we've seen these two teams from these two teams so far. And the Liberty were able to go to Vegas and win. So I would make this um, actually about a coin flip um, because I do think I, I favor the Liberty slightly, but I do think that home court advantage is pretty, pretty key. So I would yes. have it, you know, maybe minus 110 on either side. Uh, so yeah. I see a lot of value from a from a series long perspective on the Liberty at plus one seventy. I'll, I'll dive into a little bit of you know why I maybe think that. But I was curious. It sounds like maybe you're with me. Absolutely, I, I think that the Aces being favored by this much might be a result of just how they coasted pretty much mm. through the the playoffs so far, which is what I was discussing earlier. But those scores and those results are, like I said, a little bit misleading just based on, I think, uh, the opponents and the matchups, which were, uh, I believe, tougher on the Liberty end of things. Liberty obviously dropped a game. So, you know, it, it seems like on the surface that uh, the Aces are rolling and they're more dominant Whereas, uh, you know, the Liberty might not be as crisp, but we know when we sort of dig deeper that <laughs> the Liberty in the second half have actually been, you know, neck and neck, if not maybe an edge, because um, they did beat the Aces handily twice on their home floor and did win the Commissioner's Cup. So, yeah, I do think uh, it's it's pretty good value on the Liberty, considering. and. Uh, you know, one thing that you can do is bet the series results, which I thought was fun. Um, I, I'm doubling down. Like, I'm, I'm just going to be clear that I, you know, I picked the Liberty coming into the season. And so I'm, I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stay consistent with that. Um, and because I do feel good about where they are and that they were able to grind through some some tough situations and sort of be able to win ugly games. I think that is important. And so just for fun, I put a little sprinkle on uh, Liberty to win 3-1 at plus 500 odds and Liberty to win 3-2 at plus 550. Uh, I think if it gets to that fifth game again, you know, you're going to be on the road and that's going to be really, really tough. So, but it's also hard to imagine the ace is only winning one game. So well, I, like, I really like that approach on the exact um, because I don't think either of us see, even though we both are on Liberty, a, a sweep would be pretty shocking. Like absolutely shocking. I, I think, yeah. I think a sweep would be less likely, you know, they, they're going to bake it in as being unlikely, but I think it's probably even less likely than they are anticipating. So actually what I really like is that three, one price. 
And then mm-hmm. even if it gets to a game five, you're going to get plus money on the Liberty. So if we're, if we're still, if we think that's a possibility, True. you know, True. just maybe just do the three one for right now. And then you're going to have an option at plus money, even for game five, because I, and then you get to see how game four plays too, yeah, right? You I get to see that. I should have thought of it that way. That's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why we're talking stuff out right now. So yeah, I'm, yeah. No, but I, I really like that, that play of yours, the exact three one. It's just, it's so, I, I think it's interesting. I, the, part of the reason why I favored the Liberty is, you know, like we talked about, they really came together in the second half. They had the better record and better net rating in the second half of the season. But I also think they match up really well. If you look at the games um, that these two teams played during the season, uh, that very first matchup, the Aces kind of rolled the Liberty. Again, I that is a... That is a and they had Candace Parker. They had Candace Parker. The Liberty had not really come together yet. That definitely counts. You can't not count it. But I, I do think right. it's the least relevant of the five games. Right. Then you then you look at the matchups later in the season. The second win that the Aces had was just two days after that Commissioner's Cup final. It was a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, I think the Aces were, you know, pretty annoyed revenge about... Spot. Revenge spot. Exactly. It was an instant revenge spot. And I, I actually kind of think the series could look something like Liberty take game one, Aces Ooh. instantly get annoyed, steal game two goes back to New York and, you know, New York takes game three. I, I would, the, the, the bet I was going to say was you can, again, these exacts that you and I both like, I was going to yeah. say you can bet even after three games. And I like Liberty up two to one after three games is one of my favorite bets. Ooh. And again, then it allows you some flexibility for games yeah. four and five as well. Well, I was going to add, it's funny that you put out that scenario because for the Liberty to win three, one, I don't see them winning three games in a row. So if you're saying that you, you know, if you think that maybe the Liberty could win the series 3-1, does that mean they're taking game one? And then like to your point, aces come back and and, and take take game two. Because it would be really hard to lose game one and then go boom, boom, boom and win three. Yeah. Uh, but I I feel so like, funny talking about this because like it's nerve-wracking um because I obviously um you know not only do I have a vested interest uh you know for my for my pocketbook to use like a grandmother term um but just uh you know again, again being in the New York area this is an original franchise that has never won a championship yeah. and uh I mean they haven't been in the final since 2002 it's been so over 20 years and so it's uh you know this well, there's is a big no, deal. Well, a little nerve-wracking. There's no other New York team doing anything relevant right now. So, yeah. you know, if the Liberty can do this and get get a parade out of it. Now, I and let me we've we've been pretty pro uh pre pro Liberty so far so I I let, let's clarify in case anyone is just popping in for this finals pod. I I I believe I certainly speak for myself. I want to speak for you, but I I definitely do not bet with my my fandom at all. Like or if I do, I'm certainly not going to be recommending it on this podcast. Like don't think that there is a just because we are Liberty fans, I don't believe that it is skewing either of our perspectives towards the Liberty. I just think that when you look at this matchup, so I, I dug into to this to looking at some of the, you know, like nitty-gritty of like why each game kind of went each way. So okay. the two games that the Aces won the rebounding margin was a combined 72 to 69 in favor of Las Vegas. So they were, they were able to keep the boards pretty close, but let's remember those two games. One of them, Candace Parker was there. One of them was two days after the commissioner's cup in a revenge spot and in a spot where um, the Liberty probably celebrated their championship a little bit. Um, yeah. They'd been out in, in Vegas for a couple days. 
Um, now, if we look at the three losses, right. um, the rebounding margin was 140 to 83. So there was the, plus 12 was the smallest margin in favor of New York in those games. So that's the diff mm-hmm. to me, that is the difference. And we're going to mm-hmm. circle back to some of the players who are going to yeah. matter in terms of those rebounds. Yeah. But the Aces really kind of have a tricky situation on their hands right now in terms of slowing the Liberty down on the glass. Um, you know, there, there's a couple ways they can go with this. So they, they are likely going to start Kia Stokes. Um, she's who they've been starting since Candace Parker yeah. went out. But the problem is that Liberty have really loved taking advantage of having Kia Stokes on the floor. So she's combined minus 38 in the five, five games that they've the two teams have played this season. That's the lowest of any of the six players who are likely to be in the rotation right now. Um, they've got Kayla George, who's like theoretically a rebounder, but she's only played 11 minutes all postseason. Yeah. Um, she only played 16 minutes as like a as a high during a game this season. And again, the Liberty have kind of destroyed her by plus minus. Now it's a little noisy because mm-hmm. she was, you know, in late game blowouts and stuff. But sure. right now, honestly, th- I think the Aces' best lineup is to have Alicia Clark off the bench, but that is a lineup that is going to get destroyed on the offensive glass. And it's, it, it, I, that has kind of been the pivotal stat in these five right. games. So I, I think they're kind of in a, a tricky, you know, rock and hard place. Now, I don't think this means, again, we neither of us makes us think like I heavily favor the Liberty or um, right. I think they're going to sweep. But I think being able to see that huge of a matchup advantage and get plus 170, uh, I do think the the market's a little bit out of line here. Well, I remember discussing with you after that initial blowout at Barkley Center. Um, which was as lopsided of a of a game as I've ever seen in my life. Um, and to your point, during that time, um, the Liberty doubled up the aces on rebounds. I remember that. And and here's the thing: um, it's it's really hard <laughs> to talk about Candace Parker because we we haven't seen her in so long. I haven't seen any updates. I, I don't know if you have, but I assume at this point that we're not going to see her. And, um, you know, part of what made this sort of going into the season, the narrative, the battle of the super teams was Candace. She was a, a big part. I mean, so was uh, Alicia Clark, for sure, as a pickup for the Aces. But but Candace, you know, I know she's on the back end of her career, but she's extremely valuable. Not yeah. only is she a bigger body who's extremely good on defense and, you know, extremely good at rebounding and just a, a super smart IQ on on both ends of the floor. Um, not only all, all of that and what makes her a great player, but the depth piece ever since she went out, um, the, the, uh, the aces have had sort of the depth be kind of a weakness for them. And I noticed that, um, in the, in the series against Dallas, like, uh, I remember saying after that first game against Dallas, like, the Aces won that game basically playing a six-person rotation. Uh, I, I think, um, what's her face? Is it Kristen Bell? I think she came off the bench. She played like a little bit, but like it was really just the starting five and Alicia Clark, and that was it. Now, on the Liberty side of things, you know, their bench can be inconsistent. Mm. I think Kayla Thornton has been really solid. You'll sometimes see Dolson get minutes. Johannes is an X factor, um, but it seems it's not something that you can necessarily count on. So what I thought was interesting, that commissioner's cup win, Maureen was really the difference. I think she mm-hmm. had like 19 or something like that. 
and just kind of came out of nowhere. Now, if she gives you a game like that at any point in the series, that's a, a huge edge in my book uh, for the Liberty, because I don't know that there's anyone else on the aces that you can pencil in as even a possibility of having an impact game like that. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't love the Liberty bench. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't depend on them, but their ceiling I think is higher than the aces bench. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I think one thing that's going to be interesting that the Liberty have even kind of cut down on their bench this postseason, which is kind of surprised me because I do think that their bench is actually um, a strength, a relative strength. Obviously, Sandy their starters... was a little scared. I think Sandy was scared against Connecticut. <laughs> I think like, so too. Game four, she Kayla Thornton played like a few minutes, and that was it. Everybody yeah. else she kept in. She was like so nervous. I think which the second I half the starters played the entire full twenty yes. minutes. And I guess given it being an elimination game, I get that. I get that more so that she's probably going to be a lot more liberal, you know, game one and two of the series and, you know, feel things out. I mean, if you can, if you can get in game one or two, you know, one of those bench players playing, like playing a little better than usual, that would be like ideal scenario for the Liberty. Well, I almost wonder if there's a way, I don't, I don't think this is possible. Like if, if the two team, if the Liberty could force the aces hand and maybe it's it's foul trouble. It's like you you just get you say get aggressive and get them in yes. foul trouble because if it comes down to the benches, the liberty. I mean, like like you have said, they they do have inconsistencies, but the depth is yeah. is far superior. But if it turns into a final series where we are just seeing the starting lineups play thirty eight minutes a pop, I I honestly could kind of see that because like the margins are going to be so thin now. One thing we have to talk about, all five of these games have been blowouts. Can we please not have blowouts for the finals? Can we have some close games, right? Like, I don't know how all five games have been, you know, not really that close. So, okay, let's get into that in talking about game one in this spread here. But but real quick, before we do, I just wanted to, uh, you mentioned foul trouble. That's a really good point because I feel like the, in the games that the, Liberty struggled against the Aces. John Quell was in yeah. foul trouble. And Asia is really, really good at being aggressive and taking it to the rack and getting whistles. Like that is her, that's her bread and butter right there. So mm-hmm. uh, I would be concerned if I were in New York, mainly if John Quell gets in foul sh- trouble. Like I don't, I don't expect, like Stewie isn't one that usually fouls too much or anything like that. but. The game changed, like, after that uh, Commissioner's Cup win, the next game that you talked about that the Aces won, the game changed when John Quill Jones went yeah. out of the game. And then all of a sudden, Asia has free reign to kind of do whatever. You really need uh, somebody like a JJ to, like, help just keep Asia in check. You're not going to shut her down entirely. But what I noticed against Dallas is they had the size, yes, but not the quickness and the athleticism to keep up with Asia. Yeah. Uh, whereas I think with Stewie and John Quell, you have a little bit more of that combination of some size and also a little more shiftiness and a little more like a match as far as athleticism. No, absolutely. I I, I think it's a really like John Quell Jones. We, we talked about this um, on the last pod, her minutes 
you know, from the regular season to the postseason, or I think it was on Green Dot Daily, her minutes from the, the regular season mm-hmm. to postseason, it's a whole different story. She was averaging yeah. like maybe 23 or 24 a game. And that was even like, that was a slow build to get to there. The postseason, she's averaging like 35 minutes a game. Yeah. And that's been part of why they've been so good. She's been amazing in this postseason. Yes. Yeah. So, and part of the part of the, the minute shift was her staying yeah, out of foul trouble. Exactly. But continue. <laughs> no, no, that's all I was going to say is if it's her staying on the court is going to be a massive factor. Because again, both of these teams, they have bench pieces that are viable, the the Liberty more than the Aces, but the, the top five is the top five. And I think we're yeah. going to get to see a lot of those those matchups going in, which kind of leads yeah. me into kind of talking about some of these players and how I'm going to be looking to bet them. Do you want to go to game one first, though, and then we can circle back to player stuff? Uh Okay. Uh, sure. Let's let's just touch on game one because you mentioned like, can we get a close game, right? <laughs> and uh, the spread was aces favored by five and a half. It's now four and a half. Uh, for what it's worth, the total is one seventy one and a half, uh, down a point from open. And so, <laughs> so you know, I'm le- I'm leaning libs plus the points. I have not. I haven't placed a bet yet, but we, you and I can talk this out and, and yeah. we can figure out how to approach this. Uh, but obviously that gives you the wiggle room. Um, but it, it's it's hard to imagine how this game script is going to go. I'm glad that both sides are rested. But um, as I said last week on Buckets, you know, betting game one isn't my favorite. I, you know, I, I like to have the luxury of having seen a game play out. Um before betting a spread, but do you have any leans as far as that's concerned? Yeah, as far as spread and total, I did like it at five and a half. Um, I'm not surprised it came down to four and a half. I would make this um, more around three, to be honest. I like the, the first game, Energize, you know, the, the home court, all that. Um, but I, again, I think these teams are pretty even. Um, I might even, you know, if if I had to set the number, I'd probably be like two and a half, three range. So I think there's a little bit of value on four and a half. I also think there is value on the money line. Like we've said, a lot of these games yeah. have not been, you know, closely decided. So if, if you think that that is a pattern that has any yeah. sort of predictive power, I don't particularly think that's true. I think we very well could see a bunch of close games. But, yeah. you know, the the money line might be a look. Um, I, I myself said I kind of see a series script of, you know, Liberty Aces, Liberty question mark Get nervous again. Uh, Get nervous so again. i i really don't hate the the money line um i don't really have too too much on the total i do have some some uh player prop stuff that we can tie to kind of you know recurring the fun thing with these series is that you can kind of like target a player prop and then yes. go back to the well if they're not moving enough so did you have more on on game one or should we do some player stuff let's let's do the props but just one more thought seeing the way the line is moved if it there might be a value in waiting a little bit longer. So we're, you know, releasing this pod Friday morning. Obviously game one is Sunday at three o'clock. I don't know that it's going to move much more, but if it's, you know, if it's continuing to go this way where the spread is shrinking a little bit, even if it gets down to four or three and a half, you know, you might, there might be uh, merit to, to waiting and waiting and seeing a little bit with this line if you want to bet uh, the Liberty. The other way around. If you want to bet the Aces, you should wait. Liberty, you should. I think you should grab this number because it might even keep going shorter and shorter, right? So right, right, right. Sorry, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, yeah. If you want the, if you, I agree, one hundred percent. If you want the Aces, I think you should wait this out a little bit. I, I, I would imagine it settles around four. That if I had to 
if I had to right, guess. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, my bad. That's what I meant. But just just a thought because we are still a few days out. No, it's a great point that there is yeah. still lead time and lines will move. Um, and if if you are going, if you are willing to go against the direction of that a, a bet starts, then definitely wait it out. That's a, that's a very good point. All right. Without further ado, wow, we've been talking for thirty three minutes already. We don't normally talk this long. We're normally out of here in like twenty twenty five minutes tops. But as as mentioned, I mean, this is the finals. Like this is it. Yeah. We're we're just. Uh, so stoked for it. So, okay, props. What are you thinking? Okay, so I kind of, what I did is I, I zoomed out. I looked at all, just put all 10 starters, which you, I think we'll be getting props for just about all, all 10, maybe not Kia Stokes. So maybe like the nine nine central players. I, I looked at, you know, the regular season numbers, their playoff numbers, and their numbers in the games versus each other this season. Um, and where, where I landed were a couple a couple of key players. And I'm actually going to use the framing device first of MVP. So that we, you can bet finals MVP. You can do it at our sponsor, BetMGM. They have the, the numbers out right now. And there's a chunk of players that I think have value in this finals Ooh. MVP um, market as it is right now. So the favorites are, unsurprisingly, it's Asia Wilson is like a heavy odds-on favorite. Like almost <laughs> as much as the aces is Asia Wilson. Um, then you have, actually, do you, do you have it in front of you? Cause I know yep. the players that I want to target, but I know Stewie is second. I think that's around like plus 300. Um, and then you're going to get the trio of, um, or the, the, the duo of Sabrina Ionescu, Kelsey Plum. Mm-hmm. If you have the exacts, maybe we can, we can rattle them off. Yeah. Um, in the bet MGM app right now. Yes. Yeah, so we got Asia Wilson minus 185, Brianna Stewart plus 300, which that's still a pretty darn good value right there. Uh, Sabrina plus nine hundred, Plum Dog sixteen hundred, Chelsea Gray plus three thousand, Jackie Young plus thirty five hundred, John Quill Jones plus three thousand, Benaja Laney plus sixty six hundred. I had to get a, get that in there because well, you can argue I'm even gonna go, MVP. So I'm, I'm going to go one further because the chunk I like is like the numbers five through ten there. Okay, um, so I think. If you look at these this season series, we, we, we kind of touched on that very briefly. Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart have, have done a great job neutralizing one another. Yes. Their point totals have not been high. Their field goal percentages have been low. Their rebound numbers have been really low. Um, but the players that have done really well in these games, you know, we we uh, before players. before the Commissioner's Cup, John Quill Jones MVP 34 to 1. They're giving it to us again. I don't know why they're giving it to us again, but they are giving it to us again. I have her projected for 15 and a half rebounds a game this series. Now, you I'm not a, you know, I I my I wouldn't take my projection as 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 gospel, but I think that the numbers they are setting are very low. I'm be looking at her rebounds probably We've been going to it over and over again in the postseason. They can't really set a line high enough. It's at 11 and a half, which is they keep moving it up. It's picking up. <laughs> but her minutes, her minutes alone are going to bring it to around, it should be 11 and a half. And then she's in yeah. a matchup where she has dominated the aces on the glass. The biggest thing is going to be, can she stay out of foul trouble? Like we talked yeah. about, that's a huge thing for the Liberty as a whole. And even the game, she had a game in foul trouble against the Sun. She still managed to get 34 minutes because Sandy's at the point where she's like, I'm going to sit you if you are riding or dying. Yeah, or but dying. you're going to play every minute possible other than when you have foul trouble, basically. So John Quill Jones is one I'm looking at. Chelsea Gray, you know, she's the reigning finals MVP. Yes. She she has scored. Here's here's what she scored and assisted on in, in each game in this, this series so far. So she had 17 and 6. She had 15 and 6, 15 and 5, 22 and 11, 16 and 9. 
and, mm. and the, her two highest point totals were the two aces wins as well. So you can kind of, A, she's an incredibly high floor against the Liberty. She really likes going against them. We know that in the final, she gets up for stuff. She's going to be taking yeah. big shots. Like if there's, if there and are close games, leader. she's and, the leader. And she's clutch. Like she, she's, she's just so one clutch. of those steady players. This is why she was finals MVP last year and why she had one of the most epic postseasons we've ever seen last year. Um, because she is that steadying force and she's just not phased. She's not, she's not, I should say she is consistent. Yeah, she's very consistent. And, and so, and another player who has um, been pretty consistent against uh, the Liberty this season is Jackie Young. I think that's Agreed. maybe because the, exactly they put Sabrina Ionesco on her. She's, but Jackie scored 15, 16, 16, 16, 24. So she's, she's getting these point totals that are pretty reliable. And as long as, um, you know, Sab, you know, she, she gives effort on that side, but she's maybe not the best defender in the world. So I think, you know, Jackie's going to be able to score this series. So there's a, there are a number of bets that I really like on that finals MVP. There are, it's kind of like the fifth through eighth assumed people that I'm kind of just fading those big names. Um, Good idea. So and I think there's a lot of value there. Let, so let me, let's get into it. Like really like granular. Did you, did, how did you approach it? And obviously we follow you in the app at Turvy bets, but uh, on the action app, but like give us sort of like a few names that you are like literally betting and like how, how much, yeah. how do you approach so, it? Yeah, that's a, it's a great question of, of how much, right? Because sometimes these, these futures in, in my opinion can have some of the highest um, like, ev plus type of like they they are very good bets but you know again this is a 30 to 1 bet that if it hits 25 1 in 25 you're doing well but it's also hard to put a decent amount onto a bet that's only going to hit one out of 25 times right right so i usually try and keep it around like a tenth of a unit or maybe a quarter of a unit if you have smaller unit sizes and you're you're comfortable you know spending a little bit so it's always be comfortable with what it is you shouldn't shouldn't expect a 30 to one bet to hit. You shouldn't even right. expect four 30 to one bets to hit. But I do think that there, there is, they are more likely to hit than the, than the, that number implies. Yes. So if I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to go down the line. I'm going to bet John Paul Jones. Uh-huh. I'm going to bet Chelsea Gray. I'm going to bet, uh, Benajah Laney, who we I didn't even talk about here, but Benajah Laney has arguably been the MVP for right. Liberty this right. postseason. And she's scoring more. I think she's going to be incredibly valuable guarding Kelsey Plum this series. Um, and again, I think there's a lot of love for her being the first uh, on the, on this Liberty team before they became yes. this super team. Um, I could really easy, easily see a narrative coming, you know, if, yeah, if they close would... out game four in New York, it's like, this was our person before we were a big right. deal. And like, that's, there's something to say about that. Definitely. She was a franchise cornerstone prior and and speaking of, you know, Sabrina is still sort of that that face of the franchise that, you know, had had she not been here, you wouldn't have had these free agents come here, uh, in my opinion, or want to come here. And uh, Sab's an interesting one because she'll have a night where she'll win you a game, you know, because she'll just go get hot behind the arc and, you know, she'll score 30 or whatever, but um, a little a little less consistent, I would say, than some of the other names that yeah. we mentioned, um, which is why it's interesting that her odds are 
are shorter, but I have to pat you on the back one more time because we did our buckets pod right before commissioner's cup. You said John Qual Jones, MVP, you put the bet in and we're watching the game. And you're like, <laughs> like it's JJ. Uh, so, uh, and I think there's, you could easily, if there were a semifinals MVP, it would have been Laney or JJ in yeah. my opinion. And, you know, you mentioned Laney that she had one, bad game in the playoffs so far she scored three points that was the only liberty loss uh which was to connecticut otherwise has averaged 19.8 points per game in the playoffs if you go to her game log i mean she maybe scored in in single digits twice in like the last two months (laughs) she's really coming around she's filling up the box score like you mentioned like she's getting rebounds she's getting assists so like love love that idea and then obviously we know John Quill Jones, double doubles in all six playoff games. And you and I talked about uh, JJ at nine and a half rebounds uh, on like a Tuesday. It hit <laughs> the next Friday. We were on Green Dot Daily. You said 10 and a half rebounds. It hit. So, yeah. And now I'm saying 11 and a half rebounds, and hopefully it still hits. So, I mean, we will yeah. see. Uh, we're, we're getting um, I'll add moving. really quickly, and I'm, I was waiting to put all these in. You know, sometimes these lines move. I really wanted to get the podcast in. I really, I have an article, a big finals preview article coming as well. Okay. Um, so I'll be putting these in the app, but probably, you know, either uh, Friday or Saturday. So keep an eye out for that. I think I will throw Jackie Young and Courtney Vandersloot at plus 200. So that's, a, that, that's an implied odds of half a percent. You're telling me there's a world in which... Plus 20,000. Yeah. So 200 to one. We really think there's not... 200 versions of this finals that gets simulated that Vandersloot doesn't shut down Chelsea Gray on defense, average uh, 12 assists a game, make a couple of clutch threes mm. and comes out with finals. I, it's going to be a dollar. It's going to be, you know, yeah, sure. a cent if you're uh, even a smaller better, but 200 to one for a player who is really, you know, one of the all-time greats and, and can have a series where, yeah. where she, she does some stuff. How in the world is Sloot's odds the same as Kia Stokes? Yeah, I'm not like, going to bet Kia Stokes. That's the like, one long shot I'm not doing. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. What else from a prop perspective uh, since, you know, we are – it's it's been – now we're up to 43 minutes. I'm yeah, not yeah. Well, I'll, I'll make this quick because most of it overlaps with what I kind of just said when talking about the finals MVP. I'm be looking at Chelsea Gray's points. I really like the floor on, on that. And, Ch- and Jackie Young, kind of same deal. They both averaged – not even average, they're, they're low point totals for the ser- the season series were 15. Jackie's a little bit higher, so maybe that's a half unit, but the Chelsea Gray points sold I'm be looking at. John Quill Jones, though, a, a bet that I'm really hoping appears has, is not at any of the books just yet, but if they have a series um, leader, they do this sometimes on the NBA side. I really hope mm-hmm. that they do on the, the W side. John Quill Jones to lead the series in rebounds. I mean, you could put a minus 300 on it, and I think I would be tempted to bet it. Because yeah. not only is she just dominating the glass right now in the postseason, she's getting more minutes, all, all the things we talked about. But the other thing is Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart both have not rebounded well in these games. Stewie was only uh, over seven rebounds one of these games. Uh, Asia, I think, was she didn't top eight rebounds in a single game. So she, JJ's just hovering up rebounds, and the other yes. bigs are struggling. Like, if if we get her to lead the series in rebounds, that's going to be my favorite bet I've had in, in a while. And now based on the price, obviously. But, you know, if they price it out at minus 500 or something ridiculous, then maybe it's a little less little less fun. But I really think her to lead the series in rebounds. But still, if they don't give us that, we go to the well. 11 and a half, I like it. 
Um, you know, like we'll, <laughs> we'll see what game one does, but 12 and a half. I even, you know, I, whoa, I truly do have whoa, her projected whoa. 15 and a half right now. That's yeah. I, maybe I manual, I like, I turn the manual knob a little bit and get it to 14 and a half or something, but I think she's going to be a monster on the glasses series. Any last words, Jim? No, I was just, I just want to fast forward to Sunday. Honestly, that is, that's my last word is like, maybe I'll just go to sleep and like rip Van Winkle until Sunday. Cause like I am counting down the seconds. I cannot wait. Let's do this. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And what's great is because the finals don't tip till Sunday, you know, we're going to have at least one more buckets pod. So we will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to buckets presented by bet MGM. Also, a reminder, download the award-winning action app where you can follow Jim at TurvyBets and myself. I'll plug myself yeah, too. Come on, you know come on. I, I may or may not be on a little winning streak. Yeah. Um, I don't want to jinx it. But uh, at Maria C. Marino. Also, rate and review this podcast and you can win Action Swag or a free subscription to Action Pro. Finals are here, baby. Let's get buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.